0: Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of ageing well. Marcus Pierce here with you and for the 476th time, it is with great humility and excitement that I introduce the world's premier wellness expert. No humility required. He is the number one. There is no doubt about it. I talk about my brother from another mother.
1: I love him dearly, Dr. Damien Christoph. How are you? Great man. Pierce, you're such a great man. Oh, I bloody love the intros that you give me and I just, you know, 476 episodes in and I have never reciprocated. But I I feel the same love back to you, I do. And uh, thank you so much for inviting me here to Icardia to uh, to have this little chat in Afiani's Winery. It's really quite amazing, isn't it, like this technology thing. Yes.
0: Well, we before we hit record, we were we were playing with our Skype settings, and we've got the amphitheater mode going. So that's why Damo's talking about Ikaria and Afian is because it looks like to us right now in our little Skype land. And yes, we're the last two remaining human beings to use Skype. Uh, we have uh, made ourselves a nice little visual representation. But Damo, there's so much happening uh, at the moment, mm. which uh, a lot of people feel a great uncertainty about. But at the same time, as we spoke about. On last week's edition of 100 Not Out, there is so much happening that we are getting certainty back from. I look at the uh, AFL and see crowds returning to games. We see a lot of people going on holidays. We see airports busy and overwhelmed because consumers have enough confidence to literally book plane rides and go on holidays with their family or go on business trips and so on. So there's all of this um, renewal uh, of uh, confidence. For want of a better term, but then there's also uh, with an election coming up and wars happening and so on, people are still in a, a mode of uncertainty around um, you know what's happening and so on. So I thought today maybe it would be really wise just to share with our wonderful community um, what what we both do. It's a bit of a it's a bit of an all in share on what we do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, just to bring ourselves back to a level of um, not oh, calm, but just the things that we do to make our world feel somewhat normal and enjoyable, uh, in spite of all of the um, what's the word um, uncertain things going on on the planet.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What do you reckon? A little bit of an all-in-share episode. You up for that?
1: Yeah, I'm up for that, mate. I'm up for that for sure. No doubt about it. I uh, well, I think it's pretty clear for what people. You know, most people know what I do. Um, I, I wake up in the morning, go for a walk or a run or both. Um, if Amber's in town, we, you know, we'll go for the walk or run um together. Um, find ourselves at the local coffee shop and might get a sneaky little coffee and then find our way back home, have some breakfast, and then I either head off to play golf, um, or I head off to go and save some lives as a chiropractor. And um and then that's that's kind of what I do. That's what keeps me ticking. Um obviously, um there's lots of other bits and pieces that I try to, you know, get in through the day to try and you know, make things even better. Like I'll go and have my lunch meetings. I still do lunch meetings um, so that I can sit down, have a conversation. Yeah, you don't have, have lunch
0: at home, do you? You always have lunch
1: out. I have a lunch meeting. Yeah, I always have a lunch meeting. So, but even if I'm having lunch at home, I will have scheduled some kind of a meeting, whether it be on Zoom or whether it's with somebody else. Um, but it's I. I don't eat lunch by myself. I don't
0: eat. How do very you do that with do your Mazico, mastico Masticophobia <laughs> thing, in the and like eating? <laughs>
1: Well mesomasticophonia is made worse for when people eat by themselves so like if i'm not if I'm not eating um or if someone's chewing into a microphone then that I can't mute, then I will have my meso, mesomasticophonia um, but can you please remind our I'm,
0: listeners what you're referring to just for our newer arrivals <laughs> at 100 not out
1: <laughs> you might recall you might recall uh that there was a Mars bar ad back in the 80s or 90s, where a Mars bar gets brought to the screen PC, Do you remember that? The Mars bar gets brought to the screen. The dude who's talking takes a bite out of the Mars bar, and then you hear.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You nearly died on the spot, I reckon. You would
1: have nearly died. My little Toshiba push-button television nearly had a brick thrown through it, I have to tell you, because (laughs) it just killed me. At that point, at that point. It was the time when my mesomasticophonia was um, was developed, and I didn't realize what it actually was. And it wasn't for some time later that I diagnosed it, because I invented the word mesomasticophonia. Um, and it basically means the fear of the sound of somebody eating. Um, and uh, and that, that's, that's, basically what it, that's really what it is, mesomasticophonia. But it's, it's worse when the noise is amplified um, and it's specific, or it's not matched. So for example, if I'm chewing, that's fine. Um, as long as somebody else is chewing. If I'm chewing by myself and no one else is chewing, I hate that. If someone else is chewing and I'm not chewing, then I hate that. Um, so, but <laughs> that's, what I that's what I do. I know. It's not, I know.
0: It's Our dear friend Annie Council has just joined the Facebook Live, which she would be loving this conversation because it's all about those weird, little idiosyncratic things in human beings that are just somewhat uh, excruciating. And for Damo, it is hearing other people. Eat. And so, if you're ever in Melbourne town and you just want to go and annoy Damo, just take a packet of chips with you, open them up in front of his face, and just start <laughs> chewing in front of him uh, somewhat loudly. And you will probably get a, a knuckle to the jaw. But um, it's really entertaining uh, watching Damo um, crumble at the sound of someone eating. It's really quite good. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so and he really says, I'm deliberately good, going to come into Vita and chew super loud. Yes! We have one. We have got a Messico-Messico-Phonia uh, criminal out there, and I cannot wait for that perpetrator to walk into Vita. Uh, but, Damo, you say all of these things, uh, and we are talking about yeah. rituals and the things that keep life a little bit normal. Yeah. I ask you this because, and I think it's such a great conversation, uh, Sarah and I, the kids, went. Uh, we went we went. I say camping, but I feel embarrassed to call it camping because we stayed in cabins on both occasions. But That's they were camping. at farms um, or campgrounds. Just wasn't a tent because I'd find a way to somehow accidentally kill the family because I'm just not uh, a traditional camper. But um, and have no burning desire to do so. Uh, but <laughs> what I loved is that, and it was a little bit um, reminded me a lot of Icaria because you know when we go to Ikaria and there's like literally very little internet, uh, is very little Wi-Fi. You've kind of got to, you know, stand on one leg and bend your left elbow to kind of get two bars of three G type thing. Um, <laughs> it's like my internet and,
1: in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: And so camping is unsettling, you know, in the, particularly in the first, you know, 24 hours where, you know, you still try and hunt for your one bar of, you know, a reception, and then you kind of give up the idea that you won't be able to check the footy scores, and you kind of haven't told anyone where you're going, so they're just going to have to get annoyed that you don't reply to their text messages for a few days, or you don't answer the phone calls, and you can't check your email, and la 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 la. <laughs> and then you find yourself in this rhythm of, uh, for want of a better term, like not caring. You've just got this, you've got this quiet, more peaceful, more um, relaxed. Attitude. This is my experience anyway, um, and it reminded me so much of our time in Ikari where, you know, the first couple of days were like, you know, oh, shivers, no internet or, you know, oh, shivers, coffee takes a long time to, to arrive here or when's our food going <laughs> to arrive or I thought where well, the bus was leaving at 5.30 and it's quarter past six, what are we talking about? Yeah. You know, like all these things where we become so attached to, I don't know whether it's just clock time or routine or certainty or predictability Um, but it just reminded me of this slower pace which, um, uh, not to say it's felt unachievable the last couple of years, but because we've been living in our homes a lot more, surrounded by technology and connectivity and all the rest of it, it was a really good reminder of of, um, finding those ways. And for you, it's definitely golf. Like I have no doubt that it just, it's calming, it slows down life, it slows down your thoughts. I think you've spoken about this previously on other episodes, but um, I really did, you know, and I say this because this morning it was the first day back at school for our kids, and it was just so bloody hectic. <laughs> like, like, you know, get dressed, get fed, get in the car. Kids, I said get in the car. Like, <laughs> you don't have any of that when you're camping. <laughs> no, it's like, okay, yeah, there's breakfast. Okay, yes, go play with your friends. Off you go. You don't see them for however long. You know, I was just saying to someone today. The second camping trip, the first camping trip was was no other uh, was with no other friends, just ourselves. Second camping trip was like with six other families. I never had the kids coming up to me going, "I'm bored," "I'm hungry," whatever. They all had friends to play with. The food's just there; they go and grab it. I was like, far out. It's so much more calming than the the normal everyday life, and it's Mm. um, you know, in a healthy way, it kind of frazzles my mind.
1: Well, sounds interesting when you talk about that is like that's an event like that takes you to go calming. So you can't really do that on a daily basis. So you're calming in a batch, like you're batch calming your body. Um, So you're saving up all the calm credits to like dump them all onto you <laughs> in one big go. Uh, whereas I'm trying a couple of times a week to get my body back into calmness. Um, And I think that's, and everyone's going to be different, and of course, at different life stages, you can do those sorts of things. So, with Jackson having flown the coop, um, and Amber having flown the coop, she's left me. She's gone to Sydney. <laughs> she's in Sydney. Don't me.
0: don't be alarmed, everyone. Amber hasn't left Amo. No,
1: she's we're still working in Sydney. And we're still together. And we're still together. And uh, and she, so she's up there, and I'm here. Um, I'm finding ways to do calmness every day, and that could be exercise um, and it is actually I you know what I'm really loving is actually running again like I'm really oh, loving nice. running not yeah. trying
0: to run as fast as Jackson though. no not no torn hamstring off the bone or anything <sighs>
1: well there's that temptation to go to the 4 minute 12 kilometers again but um, oh, you're joking you're but joking i have settled i've settled i did get a 4 minute 50k out the other day which is good i'm settling at around 5 minutes 10 for my k's at the moment so still good pace wow um but I'm, uh, I'm happy is, with that. We're going to have I'm,
0: to interview you on this podcast. I host called 100 Not Out. That is incredible.
1: <laughs> wow. You know, well, what's the coolest thing is, is and I've been watching for years, Ravi Rudner from before the dip, which I think is now after the jog. Um, I think they've changed the name of the podcast because they're not <laughs> swimming anymore. Because it's so wet in Sydney these days that they are um, more wet out of the water than they are in the water. So they've just started to go for a jog. So. They're doing the jog. They're doing the um the muzzathon, which is the um the Murray water marathon. And uh they're training for that. And I thought, you know what, maybe this running gig might be good. So I've I've never really been somebody who's loved running, but I am actually loving going for a run, I have to tell you. And it's only four or five Ks, but um I really do enjoy it. It is good. So I'm finding that's building into my calmness. But I I know PC um, there's been times in your life where you've run along the beach. Um, and you've gone for little jogs and runs in your barefoot runners and all that sort of stuff. You know, thank you for
0: barefoot here. runners. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you did. Yeah, no. oh, yeah. I owned them. I've owned them, but uh, are, you I mean, just had them? A...
1: are you still wearing? them?
0: No, no. I would only wear barefoot runners if I was going for a walk that was not. Uh, well, that that was easy. You know, right. I was okay. just having a chat to. Um, it's a bit. It's interesting. I was just having a chat to shout out to a dear friend that will never listen to this podcast, Justin Cordy, who is a physio by trade, but he was a high-performance manager at um, Carlton and the Gold Coast and Western Bulldogs and Essendon and was talking about barefoot. And it's like what everyone forgets about barefoot is that, you know, if you've been wearing shoes since you were born, which is pretty much everyone, uh, yeah. you don't just want to go on barefoot, you know, runners and um, just go – sorry, my kids have just come home after a day of school and it's <laughs> mental out okay, there. Uh, I lost my train of thought. But um, it <laughs> does – it, one of those wellness things where everyone jumps on board but they forget to kind of look at their health yeah. history, so to speak, which I'm sure as a chiropractor you see
1: all the time. Well we spoke about this on the wellness guys all those years ago when the barefoot, you know, runners kind of phenomenon, you know, kicked off. We we spoke about and Bretto, remember Brett, he got stuck into him Like he he really loved wearing barefoot runners and then LT started doing it as well. Um and then I started doing it, I was like, oh, this I don't I don't enjoy this. So I then went from the very, very barefoot versions of what we all were kind of wearing at the time, which is the Vivos, and I went and bought some Nike ones, the Nike Freeze. Um and I still didn't enjoy them. And I've gone back to just normal running shoes. And yeah. and I really find that that's beneficial for me. And I think going back to this thing. You know, if we bring this podcast back to longevity, you know, so we're talking about calmness. What are the things that we do to help our bodies get calm? What are the things that we can do to help our body, um, you know, get through the stressors of the day? Um, It's finding things that work for you. So it's not necessarily about going, okay, the biohack of the time right now for your feet. Um, and to prevent fasciitis and calf strain is to wear barefoot shoes. Um, that might work for, you know, young bucks at 20, you know, something, but not 50 mm. or nearly 50 and maybe 60 or 70. So you've got to find what's going to work for you. And, you know, I'd always recommend that you speak to a professional about that so that you can get the, the best advice there rather than actually just jumping on the latest marketing stuff. But, um, you know, I suppose bringing that back to longevity is working out what works for you. And I had a great conversation with a couple just last night Shout out to Mark and Broner. And we're just talking about what are the things. Listeners that, or never listeners? Um, I don't know. On fence about that one? I don't know. I'm going to say they don't listen. Just in case, do they, do. Just in case <laughs> they do. Mark and Broner. Just um, in case they do, Mark and Broner. And we're just talking about, you know, how do you find that balance? Like, you know, there's the desire to lose a few kilos to get yourself in shape. And then how do you keep it off? And my whole thing and your whole thing is about finding what it is that is your lifestyle, right? So if we look at the centenarians, um, they're eating chocolate and having port um, and having a really good time and smiling and laughing about it. They've found their sweet spot, and that's really what we've all got to get comfortable doing is finding your sweet spot.
0: And I think, and again, don't know if this is 40-year-old musings or not, but there are only so many big amazing projects that you can tick off in your life so i've always maintained we all die with a to-do list for tomorrow um and there's going to be books we don't read there's going to be physical challenges that we don't Mm -hmm. conquer uh some things would take forever like a long time to undo or learn not everyone's going to become a meditation guru in this lifetime um you just don't have the inclination like you got to choose what you have the inclination to go for damo is going to win the us pga master or the seniors <laughs> tour in his lifetime because that's oh, what he's wow, chosen man. to Oops. do and and be an incredible chiropractor um and an incredible family man and a wonderful friend but there are some things damo's not going to do i don't think he's going to become Uh, French-speaking, you know, bilingual Chinese ambassador. Uh, There are other things which he's just not going to master. And I do think this whole, I'm going to call this title, this episode Master in the Art of Slow, it's also Master in the Art of Deletion, like what things are lots of other people doing that you are going to consciously decide not to do. And unless I have a massive, massive change of heart, I don't really feel that I'll ever be drawn into A a massive desire to meditate. Mm -hmm. I feel really drawn into spending more time in nature and going on hikes and let, as Kale Brock said in Longevity, yeah, Yeah. Kale Brock said in Longevity film, live meditatively. Mm. But I know I don't have a great desire to learn all these different forms of meditation. I've definitely scooped the, uh, scooped the, the pool of um, diets and food. I never want to go on another diet ever again. No. I think I've done enough cleanses and water fasts and salt flushes and enemas and you name it <laughs> to, like, not have to really. Have you done an enema? Oh, yeah. Have you? A... Oh, yeah. Jeepers. Mate, you name it. I've done it, I reckon. Um, no, that's that's not. No. Um, I, I do like cold water therapy, but it's not something that I really, I don't want to do it every Friday with mates. Like they're just I just think this master in the art of slow is really good. Like I think your reflections, which are often around movement, like that whole golf and running, like, you know, just choose what you really want and be really okay with. You're not gonna get to everything, and that's yeah. okay. And yeah. and be at peace with that because that I just think that allows our minds and hearts to just slow down a bit and go, Okay. So, you know, I really like the idea of learning French. But I don't know them to do it. <laughs> you know, don't stress about it. Yeah, so I just think because a lot of people are trying to, like, do so many things, they're learning so many courses, they're doing this, they're doing that. It's like, man, take a leaf out of Damo's book, Icaria Life, go to work, play golf, see your friends and family, tick, done, life.
1: Repeat. Cool. and hey. squeezing some baklava somewhere in there. Totally, and some up. Parlez-vous français? Is that what you mm. say? Uh,
0: oui. Uh, je je parle petit peu français. Uh, I only speak a little bit of French. I
1: like that, very Um, good.
0: But anyway, I just would encourage all of us to take a leaf out of Damo's book, master the art of slow, delete the optional extras from life that you know you think could be cool, but it really doesn't burn in your heart and soul. It might give you a little bit of um, what is it, Damo? Is it dopamine? What's that thing where it makes you feel good for a little bit, but you're not going to sustain it? Endorphins. That one might give you a little dolphin rush, but it's not something that is going to sustain. Because uh, really, let's be honest, folks, Damo will be playing golf till the day he dies. He'll probably die on a golf course. Hmm. Uh, How about that? If Jackson right. by his side and Amber may be driving the caddy uh, because Damo's <laughs> at that point, the buggy, at that point, that he doesn't want to walk every single
1: um, No, no. The day I've got to use a buggy is the day start I stop uh, playing. I want to be walking all the time. There's a guy at Cranbourne. Well, Amber golf. will be playing with you because Amber yeah. now plays with you. She does. She yeah. does. There's a guy that I met at Cranbourne Golf Course with, um, with our great friend, Morris Efron. And back in the day when I played there, he was 97 years old, playing golf and squash every day. And um that's when are we be... interviewing this man? Or is Let's this speak. the guy that
0: didn't want to be interviewed?
1: Yeah, he didn't want to be interviewed. Uh, he might want good. to now. It happens. Yeah.
0: Now that he probably feels like he's getting closer to the end, because he's now one hundred and five.
1: At ninety seven, no, he still felt
0: like he was twenty one.
1: Yeah. Um. I'll reach out. I'll reach out to Morris. Morris, if you're listening to this, uh, <laughs> which I'm sure you are, because Morris, yeah, I know you listen to one hundred not out. I would love it if you could get in touch with that guy from Cranbourne Golf Club. That'd be really good. There we and, go. Uh, and Vince. Vince Camasa and Lordy, I don't know where you are, but you said you were going to be here today, and, I, and and I'm sure you're there somewhere. But anyway, it's great that you know if you're listening to this, send us some tips. Let us know who you'd like us to interview because I would love to interview some more oldies. I'd love to interview some.
0: Yeah, it's coming. Like I know this. there's a lot of people, a lot of people that that are ready for it. So we're going to bring on the next wave of longevity, like 100 not outers, graceful ages. They're coming. They're coming. And a big shout out to Vicki Stanford, one of our yeah. foundation members. Yes. Who has, um, uh, first time she's caught us live for a while. We do know that Vicki is, is one of those people on planet Earth that has listened to all 475 episodes in our <laughs> 476. Has she really? Good on has you, Vicki. Wow, yep. Vicki. She's one of them. Big love and hugs. Um, yeah, thank you, Vicki. And to you, Damo, for teaching us the art of slow. Uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate your wisdom. And
1: can't wait to be doing this with you in another week. Thank you, PC. Thank you so much, and thank you for your question times. Uh, I, uh, I, I really would love it if, um, if next time when we speak, you also get to offer some of this stuff because sometimes you just ask me the questions and you don't always
0: need the journalist and the interviewee. No, but you've got so much Like
1: you wrote you wrote the textbook. Have you has everyone seen this textbook? You wrote
0: it. Here he goes. Here he goes. You're looking for the big A4 compendium of Yeah, that's all right. You just you got to run out of time. I would like to thank all of our uh, listeners. We would like to thank all of our listeners, our people on Facebook Live. If you're not on our Facebook Live uh, dance party, it is at 100 not out. You've got to write it all out at 100 not out. Uh, we're live whenever we record. We won't commit to times, but it's generally on a Wednesday, but we're often there. Uh, make sure you sign up for those notifications. Demo's holding the A4 Bible that was about version eight. The book is about version fourteen. It's half the size, so it won't take you 55 hours to read.
1: Showing up anyway. Um, Your exceptional life. What a great book. What a great book. Actually, big shout out to Ali. Um, I received a copy of Mama Work Life. Yes. And um, it's fantastic. I'm about 20 something pages in, and I'm really enjoying it. It's actually like having Ali Young just sitting there talking to me.
0: It's fantastic. I think she was 472 anyway, pretty recent on 100 Not Out. Yeah. And another reason why Damo and I are dear mates, one of the chiropractic connectors in this world. So if you miss us on Facebook, folks, get on board at 100 Not Out. If it's Instagram, it's at 100.notout. Damo is on social media every day, (laughs) as am I. Not that's for both of us. Uh, Track us down if you care for it. Uh, but always email Damien at Damien christoph.com He loves a good email, um, as do I, Marcus at marcuspierce.com.au. But if you want to find us online, christoph.com no double F, no E's in there, and MarcusPeirce, P-E-A-R-C-E.com.au. We look forward to connecting with you however you feel like you would like to connect with us. Until next week, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye
1: for now.